0: God's given us a chance to make it right. He's created a remnant for a reason. You are the remnant. I want you to know we're winning. God is with us. And in the end, we know how this ends. And for I would never drive the
2: Welcome to another episode of the conservative daily podcast. We are so happy you're here and we've got a new intro, new show intro. I,
0: I thought it was good. I mean, the, the end, Mr. Producer.
2: It's authentic.
0: I am never going to do anything off screen again that they can record <laughs> me on. I mean, I, that was completely uncalled for.
2: We were talking uh, about doing a montage of of outtakes Ugh. today as well. So that's, th- so FYI.
0: <laughs> well, this is going to be really fun then.
2: Yeah, we have a great show uh, planned today, but first I want to welcome our Frank Speech audience. We are now live in the mornings over on Lindell TV Two on Frank Speech. And if you are joining us on Frank Speech, welcome to the show. Uh, if you are new to my pillow, please use code CD21 to get slippers and towels and robes and sheets. I have the duvet I have the throw blankets. Um, all the gifts that I buy generally come from either my pillow or my store. My store is a platform that Mike Lindell set up specifically for entrepreneurs to be able to sell and to build their business. Patriots. on the platform, American-made products without having to worry about being canceled. So mystore.com, mypillow.com. Use code CD twenty one and welcome to the Lindell TV two audience. We are so glad that you're here. So. We have a great show it, planned it, today
0: it is a great show today i just want to i just want to tell everyone that um, I, I did not have enough balls at that event to give everyone back their balls so you're gonna have to find your own
2: <laughs> <laughs> there there does appear to be a lack of balls yeah we looking are going to talk about, that today. We gonna gonna talk about that today we are going to talk about that today so yesterday we spoke about the, the narratives surrounding 2,000 mules, but the narrative surrounding election integrity more broadly. And this narrative is not specific. The, the control of the narrative is not specific to the election integrity issue. It's COVID. It's CRT in education. It's foreign policy. It's the border. It's all of these things. They are spinning a narrative. And so what do we, wh- where do we go for information? What do we do to get the truth? And the, the show is aptly named today. Independent creators are the news now, and so I'm very excited. Should we should we bring in our bring in our panel? We've got a panel, an incredible panel today. We
0: have a panel of disinformation that's here to talk to you about disinformation. Yeah. Oh, just kidding. No, no, that would be Fox News.
2: Yeah. So oh. let's let's go ahead and bring everybody in, and I will CNN, uh,
0: MSNBC. <laughs> you
4: pick.
2: Welcome, welcome, welcome to everyone. Um, So I'm gonna go ahead and and introduce you. I'm gonna ask you to say just a a couple of words. Tell folks uh, what is the focus of your specific area of reporting and where people can find you. Um, I've mentioned before that the very first podcast I ever did was Cannabis Conservative with Brian Lupo up at the top corner, CanCon. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you very much. yeah, I'm, I'm CanCon. I deal mainly with election integrity and you know some of the other stuff that's surrounding the crap that we've dealt with for the last two years, COVID, now Ukraine, Russia, all that stuff. So uh, I try and do the same thing you guys do, take the mainstream media and actually show you what the real truth is. And, and can I just say real quick, real quick, uh, on that intro, I love it, but you got to get the wee-woo-wee-woo back in there.
0: Got to have the wee-woo. <laughs> Leave it to you. Hey, Just how about like I overlay that over you doing the la 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 la? Yeah, we yeah we could probably do that. You could probably do that. <laughs> hey, so uh, you forgot a couple of things. Number one, you're a veteran. Yes. Yes. So yes. I Marine Corps, Corps veteran,
1: thank, combat veteran.
0: Yeah, I want to. I want to thank you for your service. Well, right? thank you. Absolutely. Appreciate and, it. and for standing up unapologetically. you not always popular with some of the things you say, but popular with those that that matter. I think.
2: So Thank thanks, Brian, that. thanks so much for being here. Uh, below Brian, we have the Joan Up, uh, Joan Up, host of Sovereign Souls podcast. And Joan, uh, I met because there was a, a show that I, I think, and you can talk about this, but I think uh, the show is is the Spiff Force Live show is now moving over to be so- Sovereign Souls exclusively. But I was I was praying over Christmas to get back in the regular writing Game and get more disciplined and writing regular content, and then almost immediately upon saying amen, Joan and her team reached out to me. Um, they had read some of my writing and they wanted me to write content for the show. And so I started doing that for a couple of months, and and uh, we we became very good friends. Excellent show. Welcome to the show, Joan. Up.
5: Thank you so much. Thanks for thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, we we did indeed uh, meet that way, and uh, you are a, a great. Uh, support to spiff force live back when we did the show uh my brother and spiff and i did that and then uh i have a an interview show of my own called sovereign souls and uh my gig is just to kind of um get out there loud and bold patriots who are making a difference uh people people who are speaking out now uh, whether they're just some average joe or or someone who's who's been in the limelight hey and, that's not very uh, nice so, average yeah.
0: joe i'm the only one with a joe name here. <laughs> Feeling kind of average all of a sudden. I mean, you're, you're, not,
5: you're not average.
0: <laughs> average feeling.
2: Yeah, no, it's a <laughs> right. long form interview show. Uh, um, and Joan, you focus a lot on religious freedom, on January 6th prisoners. I know that uh, every single day I am reminded to pray for and to sing with the January 6th prisoners because of you and because of Payanon and, and others. And so thank you so much for, for your work. And we're really happy to have you today. Moving over to the opposite side of me is America's mom, good friend of mine, Sharona Bishop. Welcome to the show, Sharona.
4: So glad to be with you guys. I need some truth this morning, so I'm happy to be here with the truth tellers.
2: So great to have you. And Sharona really, uh, you know, focuses on the issues that are important to moms, education, freedom, uh, medical freedom, um, freedom from tyranny and uh, great, great content being put out. You are now over on Lindell TV two, three times a week, as well as having America's mom on Facebook, correct?
4: Yes, yeah, we are. And, you know, I think one of our main focuses has obviously become election security and pointing out the real criminals and defending the the great people who are standing up and telling the truth and being prosecuted and persecuted by the government. So our reach has expanded simply because the root of all these evils is elections have consequences.
2: Absolutely. Thanks so much for being here today, Sharona. And then above Sharona, we have Chris Paul. I am your moderator, Chris Paul, who does a most a fiery but mostly peaceful podcast everywhere you get your podcast. Welcome to the show, Chris.
6: Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me. Hey, can we
0: change can we create change Chris Paul's deal to I am the moderator, please? Your, get that I am done. your I am, moderator. I'm your I am your I, moderator. I am.
6: I am, not I am. I am <laughs> I mean if we're gonna oh, we to nail it. Right, right. <laughs> Go back know. to the intro.
0: <laughs> don't ask me to say anything. From this point on, I just gonna shut up.
2: Welcome. Well Sue, we are so happy that you're all here and we are talking about how we are the news now. Uh we, we did a, a whole show yesterday on narrative and kind of reframing some of the narratives around two thousand mules, around election integrity more broadly. Really today I wanna to focus about on what are where's the where do we find our hope, right? Where's the where where's the future, where's the solution to the information war that we're all uh that we're all living in right now. And so I wanna kinda, you know, pick pick your brains on this because you're all on different platforms. I think you know there's overlap, but you know, different platforms focused on truth, kind of hitting the freedom movement and, and different issues in, in, in different ways from each other. Um what are your what's your, what's your approach in this information war? What's kind of your core principles in your in, in this information war? Chris, I'll start with you.
6: Well, I mean, I guess I kind of came into this in a strange way. I was in Hollywood at the time and I had hosted a podcast a few years prior and was kind of gearing up to start another one. I felt like I had a lot of things to say and I wanted that outlet again. And so I started that show up right as the whole COVID period was beginning. And I had intended to just interview Hollywood people and talk about culture and life and what they believed and what they thought. And immediately I was just overwhelmed with everyone in Hollywood losing their minds. I mean, they would just repeat what the news says, CNN all day with the counter. And I was following smart people on Twitter. I was trying to find out what the truth was and it didn't seem to be anything that was represented on CNN or MSNBC or in any of the legacy papers. And so I started pointing out what I just thought were obvious inconsistencies with the central narrative. And I was like, how can any of you actually believe this? You don't actually believe this. You're just saying it to be part of the culture you're part of. And I mean, eventually I was just completely exiled from Hollywood for doing this, but I've spent the time since trying to figure out not like what it is that's keeping people in this place. They know that the people they're getting their information from are lying to them all the time about everything. And they keep just getting caught in this strange past where they've developed an idea about what something is and the media keeps reinforcing a false reality and it does it with subject after subject and all of a sudden you find out these people don't know anything true and they're completely detached from morality and so at that point their moral thinking turns off. And I think that that's ultimately the problem that we're gonna have to face at the end of this long road is that a major section of our society does not think morally anymore. And so my positivity comes from seeing that sense of moral thinking and that sense of uh, responsibility to yourself and to your family and friends and neighbors taking priority to the responsibilities you're told you have to the world, right the community I think we're refocusing on what really matters so that's where my positivity comes from
2: yeah you know it's uh, I I brought up the quote um, and I'm gonna butcher it again but I brought up the quote earlier in the week that John Adams said the US Constitution the American Republic is only fit for a moral and upright people it's wholly inadequate for any other we have to if we're gonna be self-governed we have to have a moral framework um, so ex- excellent point, Jonah. What are you know? What's what's your reaction to, to what Chris had to say and kind of your your approach during this information war?
5: You know, I agree, and I, I, I think um, you know on a lot of our platforms, we've we've already got people who you know have been researching and trying to get to the truth for a long time, and now we've got um, we've got to reach more people locally. And uh, sometimes those people just aren't as passionate <laughs> about, about this stuff as we are. And it's just easier for them to just go along with whatever the status quo is. So, um, you, know, you know, I think one of the important things to do is to also highlight the positive things that are happening because I, I think with all of the, the horrific things that are, that are going on and all the uh, freedoms they're trying to take away from us, that we, we've we got to keep looking at at what's what's happening. That's good. Right. Oh, that's a great that's positive.
2: That's yeah. a great point. Did you have something to say?
0: I always have something to say, <laughs> but I but I mean, the, the, the there's a couple things that have just come out and, and I, I'm actually curious on how you get all of your information, because I find myself scouring the Internet and collecting and putting things in different columns and then trying to figure out what is true or isn't true. Uh, and I'll use that as an example, I got sent a, a, uh, a video of them cutting down cameras in China that, that they were cutting down these facial recognition cameras. And I was like, oh, that's great. And my daughter literally it was put inside of a chat that my daughter's on. And she's like, yeah, that was from 2018. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, because I, I looked at it and I went all over the Internet looking for it. And I was like, of course, they took it down. But you had to go back and look at so so there's there's misinformation and disinformation being created by these really bad people so that we pick it up and run with it and then they drop some stuff out there that says this isn't true or this is you know four years ago and so it, you know I, I'm curious to hear how what you guys how you how you get your data and validate it because you know I've been caught a couple times not very often but um, you know it's uh, there there seems to be I uh, use Ukraine and Russia you know you could be on both sides i'm not on the side of ukraine sorry i'm just not i won't stand on the side of the devil even for 1 minute so i'm curious to see how you guys get your your information
2: yeah brian you know you're um you what know- the I, I find it amazing because you have so much depth in your show and do so much research and you're so deep in the election fraud that is happening in all of the five swing states. Um, how in and, and you've, you know, notoriously said on this show and another show on your show that you don't have any staff, you don't have you don't have anybody to bring you coffee, you don't have right. So uh, how so to Joe's question, you know, what, it, what is your approach to to making sure that what you have is true?
1: Well, I, I actually just had my wife bring me water, so I kind of have like a, a makeshift staff person today. So uh, careful, I do have some staff today? No, uh, in, in terms of like finding your information, you know, I have I have people. I, I've set up a, a network, if you will, of of my listeners. You know, I have a a, a pretty large network, and a lot of. Of my listeners are doing this legwork on their own they're taking the initiative as people and they're doing FOIA requests and finding out information now I, I do have some people that i work with in you know particular places that are you know on the inside of this and uh you know they bring stuff out and they say okay you know hey let's 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 get this out there let's talk about this and it's all stuff that's coming directly from government requests open records requests and that kind of thing mm-hmm. there, i mean there is stuff you know in the beginning of all this there was research on you know some of these voting machine companies and their history uh you know all sorts of stuff like that um to what joe was saying about ukraine you know the bio labs i was talking about the bio labs back in mid-february uh and, and tucker comes out like it's some exclusive thing in in the end of march you know, mm-hmm. so, I, you know, that's that's kind of my thing is and, and to what Joe said, yes, we do get it wrong sometimes. But the difference is, is we'll admit we're wrong. I've, I've done redaction shows where I've come on and said, hey, uh, you know, I jumped the gun on this and I, I, I misunderstood something and I'll and I'll I'll address that. But the mainstream media, not only do they not address it when they mess something up like that, they intentionally do it. Does anybody remember? I think it was CBS with Syria when they when when Trump pulled the troops out of Syria and 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 uh, Mad Dog Maddow uh, or General Mattis, rather, was saying, don't do it. It's going to start a civil war. And then CBS put out like this this. Uh, gun range, okay? It was like explosions and everything at night. You saw tracer rounds firing and, and they're like, this is what happens when you pull out of Syria too early. Well, then we find out it's actually footage from a Kentucky gun range in, in America where they, they have a machine gun shoot and they shoot Tannerite and all this other crazy stuff like a bunch of badass rednecks. And, and, and they literally <laughs> took this footage and they cropped it down so that all the cameras with the flashlights that were filming this, weren't in the footage because nobody goes to war and you know has an entourage of people on camera so you know that's the misinformation that's out there deliberate disinformation
2: that's that's technically disinformation right yes. as, we, as we learned in the senate floor of the the colorado general assembly disinformation intent to mislead misinformation you just got it wrong
0: yeah yeah, so and now we have a disinformation czar so we are so grateful so 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 grateful for the disinformation i mean
4: what would we do without her right you know i i think too i i am not in the same genre like uh, my world has really been about local in my own backyard and i think just the the tactics that we do um, have resonated with regular people because they feel like they can do that. Um, you know, we always just go straight to the source. If we have a question about something, when COVID started, we started looking into doctors who were putting out, you know, winning stories who were saying, we're having people be healed. It's, it's okay. And we would go straight directly to them and just nag them to death as women are good at doing until they finally respond and come on our show or they come on Facebook and they start telling the truth to the public. Um, I've always found it's just very best to go straight to the source for the information that you think that you want to have, whether it's um, calling on a, an elected official, if there's something that's happening in your backyard, um, and then also gathering the people up together. You were saying it's time to be really focused on local. That's what we've always done and so holding concerned citizens rallies or events where you have your elected officials there you have your health department there you have the experts that people are needing to to hear from directly because they deserve that you shouldn't have it shouldn't be that you have a special standing in society in order to have access to experts that shouldn't be like that Mm -hmm. we should be able to have you know easy access relatively easy access with a little bit of push and bring that to the regular people so that they know how to make better decisions when they're electing people or they're sitting on boards, what, however, the local governance is. We need to be able to have that um, that that access to those kind of people without going through third parties like MSN uh, of any kind. CNN, Fox, any of those people. We should be going straight to the source if we really want to figure out what's going on. And what I've been surprised about is how genuinely easy it's been to do that. I'm a nobody, really. I was a mom just doing my own thing and started thinking I'm not hearing the truth. And so you just start going to these sources and they're happy and willing to talk with you and definitely willing to come on and be public and empower regular people to make better decisions for themselves. Um, The the part about that that's so encouraging is you're, you're actually involved. You're right there in the middle of it. You're not hearing second, third, fourth hand. You're right there in the middle. And I tend to just always do that. When I wanted to know about Ukraine, I went to the people that I thought would have the best information. And, um, you know, if people who said they were right there on the ground, I reached out directly to them so I could make decisions about whether or not this is something I'm even going to talk about. And um, which I don't talk about it because I don't believe in spreading misinformation. So,
2: (laughs) right. So, so, you know, getting rid of the gatekeepers of truth, right? Getting rid of the uh, arbiters of truth. And I think that's, um, you know, as we, as we continue to tell the truth and to speak out for truth, um, we, we sometimes fear that we're going to be picked up and dropped into the middle of nowhere. And if we were picked up and dropped into the middle of nowhere, it would be great for someone to airlift us out.
4: I, you know, and to that point, you guys have said it too. Not everything is always spot on exactly right. But what you guys are all proving and the fact that we're all on here together and we're not mainstream media, we're not being you know, covered by Fox or CNN. What you're proving is you guys have grown your own audiences. You have far more accountability to tell the truth than those mainstream networks do. They'll get mm-hmm. their money. They'll be funded no matter what. We have an obligation and a duty to truth or else people stop listening. And there's yep. nothing we can do about it. We don't have a Soros to back us and keep funding us. We have to tell the truth and be people that are trusted and known for being um, solid in our information. And that's really powerful. It's why Americans should be looking into alternative news sources like all of you.
0: Uh, so I was going to I was going to just comment. and We got to do a, a talk about one of our sponsors really quick. But um, I do want to say this. Um, it's important that we tell the truth, but they're hunting for us, too. They're, they're trying to take us out and make us come under their umbrella so they can control the narrative. Um, I've been approached probably three or four times. I know that many of you probably been approached by someone to say, Hey, let's, let's mainstream this. Let's, let's do these things. The amount of money that they offered, they offered me to take conservative daily podcast is insane. And I went, yeah, it's, you know, the whole saying, if it's too good to be true, it is too good to be true. And, uh, I said, so what are the rules? And they're like, well, we, you know, we have to have control of, you know, what you're going to talk about. And I was like, I'm out. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Control of speech.
4: Control oh, no. of I mean, we, just we just saw this with Tucker, right? He can yeah. have uh, Christina Engelbred on as long as she doesn't say the words two thousand mules. Right. right. So and Tucker is the only one pushing the envelope as far as he can. But like you said, it's not it's not far enough, it's not soon enough, it's not empowering enough because he is he still has these rules attached to him and can only say and do certain things. So, so it's I, not helping I, the public.
0: I think that she should have worn, I think she should have done something like, you know, like, you know, I just want to let you guys know that today um, I had to go feed my 2000 mules and they were all over my yard. And it's really, and so I built a website about my mules because the mules are just, you know, they're they're really hard to take care of. And you might want to go check out my 2000 mules that I have. Um, I'm not going to tell you anything other than it's been a really big story at 2000 mules. I think that she should have done something like that to totally troll him. I don't know if that would have.
2: So if the Arbiters, the disinformation czar, comes and picks you up and drops you in the middle of nowhere, what can you do about it?
0: Mm. You fight. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Our sponsor. (laughs) Woo! That (laughs) would pass me really fast. So Ash is like, uh, so it's about that time. (laughs) <laughs> so, this podcast is brought to you by one of our long-term sponsors, AirMedCare Network. Um, if you're if you live in a rural area, it's hard to reach by road, or if you like to hike or spend a lot of time outdoors, even if you travel a lot um god forbid something happened to you or your family you want to make sure though that you're covered in, in case you ever need to be air medically transported health insurance won't always cover the cost of an emergency medical flight and if it does the deductibles are typically pretty high but with air Medicare network you're covered for as little as 85 dollars a year your entire household will be covered in case you ever need to be air medically transported i've been a member for the last year and a half haven't had to use it thank god it is fire insurance but um, but it, it's good to have to make sure that you can protect your family. There's also a secondary plan you can get that if you're hurt and if you travel out of state a lot, that they'll fly you back to your home state so it, it lessens the burden on your family. So if you go to airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily, you can receive up to a $50 Visa gift card when you sign up today. That's airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. Do not get the, the uh, Amazon gift card. We don't do business with Amazon. So I need you to remember that. Um,
2: Don't give money to Bezos.
0: Yeah, no Bezos money.
2: That's that's feeding the Washington Post, which is disinformation. Who, by so. the
0: way, the Washington Post just sent me an, uh, a request for comment <laughs> oh. just now on uh, January sixth. Oh, oh. You know, where were you? And I was at the State Department.
2: Yeah, you know, yesterday they, they tried we were... to say
0: that I was on the at the at the Capitol. They 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 literally tried to create this whole thing that I was in the Capitol. I was like, oh no.
2: Yeah. We, we were talking yesterday ab- about how the um, the one of one of the people in response to election claims said that it's a zombie claim. I think it was Politico that said it. it's our politifact. It's a zombie claim. No matter how many times you kill it, it keeps coming back on election fraud, January 6th insurrection is actually a zombie claim because like we were saying before, they never go back and correct when they're wrong. Right. So if you look at the the Governor Whitmer kidnapping story, right, you can see like we don't we don't hear of the role of the FBI in that in the mainstream news. Right. Most people probably still think that Governor Whitmer was attempted kidnapping by a bunch of MAGA people, which is false. And the guy who was in charge of the FBI at that point uh, then moved to D.C. and oversaw such operations prior to January 6. So, it's funny so how that works. right? Right. It is. Go ahead.
0: So, so did you guys all see the uh, stuff on the Project Veritas, the
6: FBI whistleblower? Yeah,
1: yeah. I haven't. I haven't listened to it
6: yet, but I'll, I'll go ahead, Chris. Yeah, I only saw the headline. I was gonna say the same thing as you.
0: Hey, so can we play it really quick? Um, and then we'll we'll just play it. I mean, we have the video, Mr. Producer. Yeah, I have that? it ready, it's 15 minutes. I don't wanna play all 15 minutes. You wanna start at the top? Yeah, I'll start at the top. We'll just play a couple minutes if you guys are okay with it and then we'll get your thoughts on it. Yep. All
7: right, let's go ahead and play it. Special agent for a number of years. Correct. Special agent with the FBI. That's correct, I've worked in counterintelligence, counterterrorism. I've worked criminal. What brought you to Project Veritas? Why are you here?
3: There's a number of very troubling things that are happening within the FBI. And I would say that the, the direction that the agency has headed troubles a vast majority of the agents. Project Veritas appears to be a victim of political undertakings, which is where this, this agency
7: has gone. You came across some information. Um, can you tell me a little more about that?
3: The file that you're talking about is background on the... The Project Veritas investigation the, the, that resulted in the search warrant um, at your premises. There's a number of things on there that are alerting and they don't
7: necessarily make sense for the type of organization or agency that you are. First of all, what, what can you say about how you came across or acquired this? Uh, this was given to me by a
3: colleague who was interested and also sympathetic to the fact that it, it appears that there's a, a political vendetta against uh, your
7: organization and what what uh, leads you or or him or her to believe there's a political vendetta
3: we don't see a lot of investigations into news organizations it's not common um, the ones that are are almost specifically tied to threat countries that we would be investigating for intelligence purposes to see a criminal investigation particularly one categorized the way that this is is alerting and it's surprising based on the public information that is provided.
7: What does SIM mean on this document? It's this S-I-M, news media.
3: So SIM is a classification that means it's a sensitive investigative matter. And that basically affords the subject of the investigation with certain protections internally. Because it's sensitive, it could be a political figure. It could be someone in a church or a religious figure. It could be uh, a news media organization.
7: Who makes the classification that weird news media.
3: It would be done in the FBI's office, specific to the investigation. Um, it would usually be identified as by the case agents who are working it. Based on the prominence of that individual, there's going to be a higher level of supervision to sign off on authorizing a case. And it's also done in conjunction right. let's, let's with go ahead and the bring chief this division down. counsel of that. So none, office, none of us are safe guys. i mean
0: thinks what it means. Hmm. Joan, I'd like yeah, to hear yeah. your thoughts. He, he
5: goes into. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah. he, I, as I watched the whole thing uh, last night, he he's into describing basically these files that um, will never go public for 25 years, that they can have on any of us, and, and they don't need any reason. They don't, they don't have to uh, prove anything. They can just start a file and start putting everything in there, just like, just like we've heard. So it's, it's happening, and it's, it's very frightening.
1: I I had a personal experience with this. Um, I was, I was in Washington DC for January 6th. And, um, while I was up there, you know, I, 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 was at the, the, the speech that Trump gave and from there I went back to, I was, I was actually about to walk over to the Capitol from the ellipse and, um. Uh, Something came up and I I went back to my hotel instead and I went live, I did a live stream back from my hotel. Well, come a few months later, I'm at my shop working, I work by myself at my shop and uh, I get a knock on the door. I wasn't expecting anybody and I opened the door and there's two gentlemen standing there in in collared shirts and slacks and uh, they they asked for me by name, which nobody ever does at my shop. So I said, what took you guys so long? And they said, what do you mean? I said, you're the FBI, right? They said, yeah, how'd you know that? And I said, because I knew you guys would be coming eventually. So they started asking me questions. Did you go to the Capitol? Do you know anybody that was there? Blah, blah, blah. And I said, no, I never went to the Capitol. Uh, you know, instead, I went back to my hotel room and I made a podcast. And they said, yeah, we know. We saw it. And mm-hmm. I said to myself, then what the hell are you doing here? Yeah. This, is, this is harassment now. You know that, like, I, even if I went to the Capitol, I still didn't commit a crime. But you know that I didn't go there and you're still here harassing me. Yeah. So uh, we, we all probably have files on us. I mean, it is what it is. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm sure.
0: I know I have a file. Yeah. Mine's, mine's a really thick file. It goes back a long time.
4: So I have one well, of my. You, oh, go ahead. I, I do want to speak to that for just a moment. Uh, Joe Altman, you're not wrong on that. You remember that we had a meeting where we talked about a candidate for governor and the FBI literally visited every person who attended that meeting. Uh, with Joe Altman in Denver, I was one of those, and we simply wanted to start talking about who we might th- think would be a great governor candidate. And that meeting alone uh, prompted the FBI because they have literally nothing better to do. I guess can't investigate Hunter or you know Anthony Weiner or any of those um, you know prolific pedophile criminals. Uh, instead, they have to to do exactly what we're seeing here, which is to use their power and authority to shut people down. They have weaponized this agency against regular people. You know, I've experienced it myself directly. We watch and see what happened in Mesa County with Clerk Tina Peters. The weaponizing of this agency against regular Americans is really alarming. We saw it with um, the NEA, the National Education Association, reaching out to the FBI, to Mm Merrick Garland, requesting that they actually set up a hotline where superintendents and school board members could tattle on regular parents because they didn't like their approach to them. I mean, it's, it's, uh, I'm thankful that Project Veritas is putting this out and showing um, that we're not crazy, that we're not lying, that the FBI is absolutely out of control. They've weaponized an agency that a regular person could never fight against. We don't have mega millions of dollars. The FBI asked for another $85 million to fund more attorneys yeah. on their staff so they could do what? Prosecute and persecute regular Americans like Joe Altman, you're too loud. You pointed out Eric Coomer, Sharona Bishop, you're too loud. You're yelling at your school board members and you're investigating local elections, therefore, we're gonna To weaponize this multi-million-dollar agency against you, who has dozens of dollars, and you can't do a damn thing about it. That's what we're living under in this country right now. It is not a a farce at all to say that a regular person needs to be very, very concerned as to what action the government will take against you next.
2: Yeah, no, I I completely agree with you, and it it begs the question about privacy, right? I mean, we we lost a lot of our rights with the passage of the Patriot Act after nine eleven, but but we've gone. Uh, eons beyond where I ever thought we would go in terms of Fourth Amendment violations and and violations of of American privacy and freedom more broadly.
0: So it, it, it begs to differ, though, that they didn't come see me. I want to be really clear. They, can't, they went to see everyone else around that was at that meeting. They did not come see me. And they tried to ask everyone if I said that I was going to go firebomb. I don't remember the whole words behind it that if I was going to go, you know, attack Polis's kids, or, or uh, uh, Polis himself, and I was asked and Sharona, you can back this up. I was asked if I would go have a protest in front of Jared Polis's house. And I said, absolutely not. The last thing in the world I want to do is get a bunch of emotional people in front of Polis's house. Uh, You know, I'm out there speaking and somebody does something stupid, and all of a sudden, it's on me. So and, and I so I said no when that that suggestion came up, but that turned into, and we still haven't figured out who the mole is other than, you know, our friend over at, uh, um, the, I mean, I, I don't know. The only person I could think of that was there is the guy that, uh, worked for yeah. uh, Rocky Mountain Gun Club, gun mm-hmm. owners.
4: Yeah, and I've never spoken to them again, by the nope, way, P. Me neither. Dot S dot.
2: <laughs> yeah, no they're trying they're they're definitely trying to make people violent. But what is the, you know, Chris, I want to go to you. I have written down here kind of who are our enemies in this information war, and there're many, right? I mean, we have uh, a pretty united establishment, but what do you think their end game is?
6: I think that their end game is total global domination and the subjugation of everyone who's not part of their tiny club. I mean, I know that that sounds kind of hyperbolic. I don't think it is. I think that every plan that we know of, of theirs, everything that we can see out playing in reality, suggests that they have, it's kind of like the way they stole the election. It's not one simple, easy to explain thing that happens on its own and everybody can point to it and say, oh, it was that. It was a lot of things, you know, and that's what they're doing. You can look at the World Economic Forum. You can look at who their corporate partners are. You can actually go on the World Economic Forum site and look at who their partners are. They are partners with, for instance, the National Governors Association. Mm-hmm. That's Pete Ricketts and uh, Doug Ducey and Chris Christie going down to see Brian Kemp yesterday. Yep. That's what that is. That is a World Economic Forum partnership. And they're also partners with all of these transnational corporations. They we know they have representatives throughout world governments. So I always look at things rather than as Republican or Democrat or true false or anything like that. I think about whether or not the motivation of a certain person or organization or entity is. Their motivations go toward that picture of world control or if their motivations are for individual and national sovereignty. And once you start dividing things that way, it's a lot easier to figure out who's on whose side. That might Absolutely. be one of the best
1: statements I've ever heard, Chris. You, you that oh, description man. was spot on, dude.
6: I might
0: even cut that up and put it out there on Jeez. the internet so everybody can see it. <laughs> yeah,
3: I mean, that well, was I actually, so I actually well write said. a lot about
6: this stuff. Yeah. Thank you. I actually write a lot about this stuff. And if I can say one more thing about the subject we were discussing before, how do you know what's true? How do you get your information? Well, I believe that there is only one single thing that the media will tell us that we can accept as true. And that is what they want us to believe. Okay? The media is going to tell us a whole range of facts or non-facts they are going to try to figure out how to contextualize that for us. And then they're going to tell us what this all means in a bigger picture. The only thing you can take away from any of that is that they want us to believe that stuff. Right. So if you know what they want you to believe, then you can start there and begin to figure out why they want you to believe that thing and then what they are trying to obscure to make sure that you believe that thing. And I believe that the truth lies somewhere in there.
2: Oh, absolutely. That is a phenomenal point, Chris. Thank you for that. And, um, you know, as we're searching the internet looking for truth and trying to validate truth, it's important to make sure that you're not being tracked or followed. Or followed.
0: Look behind you. So, this uh, show is brought to you by our uh, uh, sponsor, IP Vanish. If you're tired of knowing or feeling like someone's <laughs> always watching on the internet because they are, uh, maybe advertisers know a little bit too much about you or concerned about the privacy of your identity. Um, IPVanish is here to protect the right to privacy and help you stay anonymous online. So it helps you uh, with IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick. Uh, when you use it, all of your data is encrypted. That means your your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Um, even your physical location will be hidden. It makes you virtually invisible online. Um, IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button. You're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you watch, search for, or buy. Take back your privacy today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. If you go to IPVanish.com daily and use promo code daily, you can claim your 70% savings. I want to tell you that if you you have programs like uh, uh, the connect to your phone or excuse me, your car uh, there are some apps that will not work if you use a the VPN so you have to hit the uh, disconnect button when you use some of those even like email some of the email uh, carriers that are out there won't let you use it when you're downloading email so something to consider
1: Awesome. hey Joe can I ask you a question I know you're sure. kind of you're kind of tech savvy do VPNs yeah. uh, do they disrupt the like the ping type data that we saw in 2000 mules
0: um, y- y- yes, N- no, sometimes it depends. <laughs> it, so it depends on what
2: clear as mud. Yeah,
0: so it's clear as mud. If that wasn't clear, it's, it's really clear. What how clear, clear as mud. Okay, so uh, the answer to the question is yes, it can interfere with it. But there are certain app restrictions there are certain apps that you have on your phone, they're going to automatically collect mm-hmm. that data and the IMEI and the IP address and the cell service, the pinging of the cell ties to the phone, not necessarily to the looking for information right. So that that's why geolocation on devices is so powerful and impactful, because I can get past any of the other restrictions that you put on your phone uh, for looking for data. Um, So every every phone ever has a tie back to um, cell carriers and things like that. And there's rules of how you can buy that data even directly from the cell services, you're going to see them by the way, we to restrict this in the future, like Verizon, AT&T.
1: They already are. I want. I wanted to say because th- this is something that just dawned on me here in that ad is is uh, a lot of .gov sites won't let you access the information. NCBI.gov, dot, It's uh, the National Library of Medicine. Uh, that's a .gov you know archive. They won't let you access it if you have a VPN on. So I literally have to turn my VPN off to look at PubMed publications that the government mm-hmm. has put out there. Uh, I mean, to me, that's a that's a First Amendment violation.
0: I can buy uh, that. It's clear.
1: Oh, well, I, we'll have to have a discussion off air about that because I hate turning my VPN off. It, it mm-hmm. terrifies me.
2: So I'm glad you brought up 2000 mules. And Chris, you know, you were talking about the narrative during, you know, with the stolen election and what they've done from an information control standpoint and how they have been able to, you know, keep this lie of safest and most secure election in history going. And so looking at 2000 mules and and you know we covered the narrative about the movie yesterday but i want to get your takes and mel i'm going to go uh joan up i'm going to go to you first uh you know what did you think of the film and what have you what have you thought of the the coverage of the film since it came out
5: um you know i i thought it was very well done um a little cheesy at times but that's that's to see that sometimes um and uh you know, I thought it was just so compelling. I don't see how how anyone could not see that it's just it's blatant fraud across the board. Uh, you know, th- what's going to be difficult is is getting people to watch it who just refuse. They don't want to see anything different. You know, it's this cognitive dissonance um, that uh, nothing could be that bad. Nothing could be that wrong. How how could we disrupt? Yeah. You know what we believe to be the truth in this country, and that and that we're safe and protected. We're not like all these third world countries and communist countries around the world. So that's that's going to be key.
2: Yeah, you know, we covered this yesterday. How Politifact said one of their one of their uh, uh, fact checks, right, was if there if there was this kind of trafficking operation, it would be caught really early because you'd have to because so many people would be involved that somebody would talk. That's their fact check.
0: Oh, it's and it's it's abs- it's absurd. <laughs> right. Just the idea is
7: right. absurd. That's well, why it's called organized, organized, crime. organized
2: crime. Right?
7: Mm-hmm. Yeah, organized I, and I think when you when
5: you see these mules that they that they tracked, they were finding the same people who were going to all these drop boxes were also at the riots. Right. So these yeah. people are career criminals. This is what they this is what they live off of. You know. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, Serona, I, what, Oh, please go ahead, Brian. Can I, can
1: I add to that real quick? Just because I did a fact check on the AP fact check of two thousand mules, and to what jo- Joanne just said about um, about you know the, the the BLM protesters, they didn't say that they weren't there. They said that you can't assume that their party affiliation based on the fact that they were at a BLM riot. So so you know it doesn't say anything about that. But then another thing that they went on to say, and I actually looked this up, is they said, well, you know their data doesn't account for delivery drivers and, and election workers and police officers and firefighters and all this other stuff. And this was according to a, a testimony that, that Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht gave at in, in Pennsylvania. So I actually went and listened to, and this is, Joe, this is where you get your news from. So I actually went and listened to that entire 50-minute hearing and uh, Senator Street, who is the guy that's quoted in the AP Fact Check, actually asked them, can you distinguish these pings from delivery drivers, from Uber Eats drivers, from police officers and all that stuff. And Greg Phillips said, yes, we absolutely can. And then another guy goes on to ask him, can you distinguish this data from somebody that just happens to be driving by a Dropbox? And he says, yes, we can. Now he didn't elaborate on that. And that's one thing that I would like to see uh, True the Vote do is elaborate on how they distinguish this. But for right now, we have them saying, no, we, we can distinguish between that, and the AP fact checks are still out there saying they can't distinguish between this.
0: Well, look, this this gets to, and, and I think we, we need to talk about this specifically. So, I'm a subject matter expert on system architecture. For 10 years, I ran a data company. We were one of the largest first party data aggregators in the nation. We could tell you where you shopped at night, how long you spent at work, how long you spent at home. I could tell you what you were likely to do next based on what's called propensity and probability value. We were able to parallel um, um, uh, artificial intelligence, right, neural networks in order to give us more information. So machine learning and and artificial intelligence are two different things. And so we were able to do that. And so when they start talking about what can't happen and what what it's not that precise, they're they're not only wrong, they know they're lying. But it gets back to getting into the technology like they did before. So over here, you have the technology over here. You have the bad actors. And we know there's a convergence of this bad behavior on both sides. We know that the machines are corrupt. We know that Dominion voting system is a corrupt system. We know that 100 percent. But we also know that on the mule side that this was a concerted effort by really bad people who stand together with an ideology, a fascist ideology to destroy the country. And that by, by, by standing in the middle and saying that, that no, the technology can't do it, they're, they're, they're not it, – it's such a bold-faced lie that even saying it's a lie doesn't do it justice. It doesn't it, – it, every person out there – and I've had friends that really mad at me, that are liberal, and I've, I've been friends with them since high school – right and they call me and they're like i can't believe you're doing this can't believe you're doing this and i was like okay did you see 2000 mules he's like yeah he goes i'm all in joe Th- they're totally lying because <laughs> because <laughs> little Fax comes in and goes oh they can't do this and he's like you're full of hey. sh-. sorry i used that hey. word
4: oh i shouldn't have said that you're full of crap sorry <laughs> oh,
0: oh forgive but, uh, me lord you know forgive me
4: This topic, this topic will have you cussing so fast because how many more examples of fraud can we can we demonstrate to the American public, to the sheriff's department, to the district attorney's office, to county commissioners, to elected officials? We have done everything. And there are very few people who have the courage to stand up and do what's right and actually fight for election security. There are criminals. There are people who are involved in stealing your vote your voice, and working only for what you've talked about, this globalism, this this very far-left anti-American agenda. It's their religion. It's a cult. And because yes. of that, they're so committed to it. And people are just a genuinely who have the ability to be an authority, who could open investigations, who could prosecute, judges who could rule righteously. They lack the courage to do what is right and what is necessary. And for, for me, for right now, as as a mom, who's I, I've almost exhausted everything I believe that I have in my power to do. I would just call on those who have the authority and the ability to move this conversation forward to really put these criminals behind bars like they deserve instead of getting on radio shows and, and, and trying to discredit these regular people who have done an, a phenomenal job of proving out fraud over and over and over. But you know what, that would take courage and that's in really short supply today.
2: And And it's not, you know, for the other side, it's not about the truth. Right, I mean we saw with the, the first Mesa report that came out in, in Mesa County, Colorado that when the Mesa report was delivered to the county commissioners it was four seconds before they sent it to both the, the local communist reporter and a member of the Dominion, uh, Dominion voting systems team, a, a person at Dominion, four seconds. So they didn't even look. Right. They, they nope. they're not they're not interested. And these are Republican county commissioners.
0: They're the ones standing in the way. And they're, they're the ones standing, standing in the way. way. Republicans,
2: Right. And so, you know, as we think about the to me, it's, you know, everything that we're dealing with, whether we're talking about inflation or the border or foreign policy or uh, education, all of these things are consequences of a stolen election we would not have the problems that we had right now had they not stolen the election. So for me, that's the fundamental number one issue. And we're almost out of time. I wanna give everybody kind of a last word. Think about from a stolen election standpoint, what is the rip cord mean to you. So what do you think is going to happen with the ripcord? I'm skeptical that we're actually going to get to see everything that uh, that they've got, but I'm hopeful. Um, what do you think the ripcord is and how is that going to impact this information where Chris, I'll go to you first.
6: Well, I mean, I take them at their word that they're going to release the evidence they have. I don't know what that evidence in particular will do. The one I am really interested in seeing is the full list of NGO offices and Democrat-affiliated offices that these mules traveled back and forth to. You know, I think that all of this is just a piece of a much bigger picture and that the country is beginning to understand and accept what actually happened. You know, people have a strong aversion to believing any of this stuff, and that's the saddest part. They just... You know you gotta put yourself in these people's minds and realize that if if they accept that anything was stolen if they accept that the covid narrative if not COVID itself was a hoax that masks don't work that it's not racist to oppose illegal immigration if they let go of any one of these things then the whole thing begins to collapse because the view that they hold and the one that they ultimately want to protect is that they are on the right side of everything and that people like them and people better than them in terms of social class and power and whatever, that they really have the best intentions for everyone. And they're the ones that are going to solve everything. If they let go of any of this stuff, then they actually have to look inside and think about the things that they've believed and the things that they've said, the way they've represented themselves in public and the way they've treated people. And ultimately that is what they're lining up against. So they don't care about whether or not fact checks are true. They care about whether or not they have excuses to be able to tell other people that those that those people will just be like, Yeah, okay, he's saying the thing that the television says.
2: Spot on. That I mean, that is so spot on in terms of the the I mean I think one of our biggest My man. one I of like our, this guy. <laughs> one of our biggest challenges is American apathy right and i think apathy is. is a little bit of a defense mechanism because once you start you don't want to pull the thread if you pull the thread the whole thing comes unraveled and so they're just so uh, you know focused on making sure that nobody can scrutinize their narrative that nobody can ask questions and silencing all dissent um can I spot- take one more second on that yeah, by the please. way
6: so you know i i voted for obama twice and hillary i used to be a hollywood liberal in good standing And once I saw Trump win, (laughs) Joe's hiding. Once I saw Trump, once I saw Trump win, I realized like, whoa, everything I believe is wrong. How did all these experts, all these very smart people get this wrong? And the thing is, man, this is a test of people's character. And I'm not saying I'm perfect by any means like I'm working on becoming a better person every day. But you actually have to have the faith that you You know, you're so far down this wrong path. You have to actually start back at the beginning. And that takes a lot, you know, humility to to let go of all these things, all these things you've believed and represented throughout your entire life. And a lot of people, they just don't see that, man. They just think, oh, this will all go away and I can just keep walking this way. I'll turn here and there. But they don't accept that they're just completely on the wrong path, that the reality they now exist in is a false one. And that's what we really have to come back from, I think.
2: And Chris, tell people, tell the audience where people can find you.
6: I'm most often on Telegram t.me/slash I'm your moderator and uh, at I'm your moderator on Substack, Truth Social, Gab, Getter, Rumble, all that.
2: All the things. I'm your moderator, That's
6: right? There on the screen. Got I mean, it. I'm still Perfect. trying to figure <laughs> out the
0: Obama deal. But I hey, hey, man. Obama you too. ready? You ready for this? You ready it for this? Makes me sadder than it makes you, Joe. But you ready for this? I voted for Obama the first time because my because my because my dad is black, my mom is white, my whole family's interracial. I thought he could bring families together. I thought he could bring races together. And I grew up in Washington, DC. I grew up in the in the in the what I believe is the heart of that racial tension that exists. So it it uh, you know that that's why I mean I saw it as an opportunity and he totally failed me he failed I think millions or you know hundreds of millions of Americans but I mean it, it I wanted it to be true I wanted his you know what he said to be true and it wasn't yeah. and I think that's the the big the big lie and that's where that's where and by the way I'm a Christian conservative I've always been a Christian conservative so I I crossed party lines to vote for him right because I just wanted I wanted something so badly that I saw hurt my family and people around me. So anyway, take me away. I can talk all the time.
2: So so Mal, I want to go our Joan up. I want to go to you You uh, next information war and rip cord. Where do you think we go from here and tell people where to find you?
5: Um, you, you know, I think I would love to see 2000 meals go viral the way um, during the lockdowns, you know, we saw out of shadows go viral and, and just woke up so many people and it. And I'd love to see that same thing happen. Um, and, you know, I, I don't uh, I don't care about the fact that that they charge to see it. They, you know, you gotta you gotta cover production costs. So, you know, however it gets out there, and however it causes people to um, start reacting, I think once people realize, you know, these people that are willing to uh, take office for a seat that they didn't actually win. I mean, I think most of us are going. I can't imagine wanting to claim victory knowing inside that I didn't, but these people don't have those eth- ethics and morals. So, right. um, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, yeah. I, and I think it does have to happen locally. I would love to see uh, local law enforcement start investigating these. And uh, yeah, I, I do want to know who these nonprofits are. And, and it does concern me how many Republicans voted for uh, this, what is it? 40 billion more to Ukraine. Um, you know is half of that going to go to fund these nonprofits so that they can you know continue to you know stuff the stuff the voting boxes and and everything else so uh that's that's a bit concerning but i but i think if we just keep being loud and getting out there we we can definitely you know make a difference make this happen yeah so uh Yeah, you can mostly find me on Telegram. Uh, My channel is at SovSouls, S-O-V Souls, short for Sovereign Souls. And uh, I do have a Rumble channel too, but most of my content is being moved to it, so it doesn't have a whole lot on it quite yet. It's a really fun show.
2: I've done it twice, so everybody should go check it out. It's a great, great discussion. Um, Sharona, I'm going to come to you next. Same question.
4: Yeah, so part of the, the final deciding factor for me to be public and, and put my thoughts out there um, to be trashed and doxed and, and, you know, all the things that have happened since then was reading the Franklin scandal. When I saw that there was evidence that finally supported what I theorized, which was that our government is as corrupt as our founders believed it would become, and we had an obligation and a duty to start holding them accountable, um, I woke up. I woke up when I realized that the people we have been trusting to oversee our daily lives to govern on our behalf are are not the people that we think that they are by and large. We have an obligation. We have a duty to hold them accountable. No matter what evidence is brought forward, there is nobody coming to save us. John Wayne is dead. The Calvary is not coming. We are the people who are supposed to be watching out for what it is that we want in this country. We are our own saviors in this situation. That's how this constitutional republic was set up. That you the people would defend what you want in this nation we transferred that to a very corrupt government we elected people and decided to go live our best lives and watch Netflix and now the you know the we, it's come home to roost and we have to do what is necessary to get our country back so no matter what comes out no matter what evidence keeps coming forward I just charge each American person who is watching this right now to figure out what it is God's given you what talent has He given you what does it take for you to wake up and start standing up and defending your your part in this country and your part in freedom it is up to each one of us to take this seriously and run with it you see what's happened here the different ones who've started podcasts you can go from being a hollywood liberal to defending freedom i love it i'm so encouraged by that story actually and so uh you can find us on america's mom facebook getter instagram our show on frank speech airs on monday wednesdays and friday fridays at one o'clock mountain time three o'clock eastern time and we look forward to keep bringing you inspirational stories like what you've heard here today actually
2: Thank you so much, Sharona, and thanks for being here today. We are, um, we're gonna go just a little bit longer. We are coming up on a hard break on Frank's speech. So I want to thank the audience on Lindell TV, Two for joining us. And if you want to catch the last few minutes of the show, you can come over to rumble. Um, So Brian, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the last word on this.
1: Well, uh, that's, that's uh, tough acts to follow, because all all the guests had such great, great, uh, you know, monologues here at the end, and everybody had such great contributions, but I want to go back to what Chris said, that one monologue that that Joe said he probably will clip. And I, I highly recommend it because he was spot on with that. Uh, Chris told us that he was an Obama twice voter. Well, I was a, a Bush twice voter back in 2000 and 2004. And uh, looking back now, you know, with most of the listeners on this podcast, they're probably agreeing with me. They voted for Bush as well. But looking back now, I'm disgusted by it. Same. I'm absolutely distracted by it because I think that it's much of the same thing Bush, Obama, same thing different uh, uh, letters after their name one has an R, one has a D And I think that's one thing that, you know, Chris coming from the left, obviously with the Obama thing coming towards the middle and myself coming from the right and coming towards the middle under this, under this Trump idea of populism and getting back to the foundation of our constitution um, and and, and living by the constitutional law and being exposed to the military industrial complex. You know, we had four years of Donald Trump where everything they said in the media was negative about this guy, but everything that he did was beneficial to the American people. Our income was up, our taxes were down, we were bringing production, back to America. We were holding China accountable. We were uh, bringing peace to the Middle East. There was no new wars. I mean, it really was the best four years probably of my life in terms of a political climate. And all of it got swept under the rug by the mainstream media and they made him out like he's this racist, uh, you know, chauvinistic piece of trash. And it's the exact opposite. And, you know, so one thing I challenge everybody to do is tell people to listen to these podcasts, Chris Paul, Joanna, Sharona Bishop, myself, uh, Conservative Daily, and, and and listen to what we say. Don't worry about the fact that we don't have a $20 million a month budget to make cool productions. And I'm doing this in my guest bedroom with you know a microphone around a, around a few monitors. Listen to the information that we put out there because the stuff that we get is coming from FOIAs. It's coming from these organizations that are doing the groundwork. It's coming from people that are, are making the news. And, uh, you know, that, that's all I ask is, is take, the, take the idea and look at it the way Chris said, who will benefit from what they're saying? Like, are you gonna go towards uh, individual sovereignty and freedom, or are you gonna move towards uh, this new world order, world economic forum, you know, that, that aspect?
2: Wow, that was, that. Oh! Yeah. 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 The crowd goes wild exactly oh my goodness such a such a great panel and we want to thank all of you for being here today at the end of conservative daily every day we do pray before we go off air so uh mr Altman, i'd ask you
0: so so i want to say this before before we we break with you guys one we'll do it again right and uh two chris i just i thank you for coming to the dark side with us over here on the on the moderate in the middle yeah it's in the it's in
2: the as brian said you know the 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 american people and i've theorized this for a long time the american people are more Probably alike more yeah. alike than different but the political narrative and the the globalist powers that are trying to take down the united states of america have a vested interest in keeping us divided And we see that. Right. We see that now as you have someone like Chris who's coming, you know, further to the middle from the left and Brian to the middle from the right. The American people are are waking up. And I I think that's a really powerful thing.
0: Well, and and it's people are more complicated than left or right. I mean, I -hmm. I mean, I I look at, you know, every day I look down at my trash when, you know, I'm trying to separate the, you know, so I, I do. I am responsible. I like to recycle stuff. Um, you know, I I believe that we should leave the planet better than we had it. And and some of the things that we do don't, you you know, you talk about the, you know, the whether or not climate change is real. I believe any time that you adversely affect your planet, the way we've adversely affected in different ways that will have an effect. Um, And so I think that being responsible is so I'm more like the Elon Musk of, of the world when it comes to uh, when it comes to climate change. And, but the people would say, well, how do you, how do you reconcile that? How do you stand over here when you want big oil? And I was like, well, it, it, burning today, oil today is far better in the United States than it is across the world, number one. And number two, it produces less um, problems for um, greenhouse gases and things like that as well. And it's not to say that I believe 100 percent what they're saying about climate change. But I do believe that, you know, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. I think that's a I think that's actually. Joe, Newton's law. Well, but
4: Joe, in my, old, in my old far right brain, you would be a liberal. <laughs> So you're right. It's more complicated than right or left.
0: It Are You going to call me a liberal, really?
2: Yeah. Are you in serious? The, in the old
0: far
4: right, <laughs> in
2: girl. the old, oh, yeah. I, I don't I'd think like there's anything was-
1: wrong with going green, but don't force it down our throats. Don't force people to do it. Like y- you should consciously do this as a moral person. Like somebody right. said earlier, our constitution, our republic is designed to survive on morality. You know, do it because it's moral. You know, stuff like the Paris Climate Accord, that's not changing anything. No, no, All that's not. doing right. is laundering money. That's right.
2: it. Right, everything mm-hmm. they do is laundering money. And, and I think it's that's- cool. Cool. But
1: if you're, if you're against the Paris Climate Accord, you're one of these hard right, hard right alt-right, you know, conspiracy theorists. And in reality, there's yeah. far better ways that we could be spending right. our money to, to fight climate change.
2: Self-government, if climate change Self-government is the way. All right, we are over time now. We're so.
0: over time, but I, I want to I tell you guys thank you. I want to say thank you to all of you, and uh, I'm going to pray for each one of you, and uh, I get to do the prayer. And we started the prayer like three weeks ago, and uh, yeah, so not very good at it yet, but I'm getting better at it. <laughs> let's do it. So let's pray. Father God, we are so grateful for all of our guests today, for their voice, for the courage they have to stand in truth. Father, we are grateful for the opportunity we have in this country to be born in this country, to live in this country. We are grateful for the sacrifice that came before us. We're grateful for the men and women who have given it all or have made the decision that that is what they would be willing to do in order to protect the people of this nation and to protect freedom. Father, we are so thankful for the opportunity we have to save our nation. We're thankful to be a part of the remnant. We are we are thankful for this this revival that is happening in this nation that puts you at the forefront of being back in our society, back in our community. Father, as as we as we close out this podcast, I would just ask you to put your hedge of protection around all of the, the the speakers, the the leaders that are on this podcast. I would ask you to protect their families. I would ask you to guard their hearts, to lead them to lead them in a direction where they. They can feel your presence where they can be protected from the outside influence that 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 tries to spoil or hurt or create anger or anguish in them. Father, I ask you to go with them and to be a guiding light that they may represent you in everything that they do and everything that they say. And when they don't, mm-hmm. Father, I just ask that you just come into their, their heart and, and give them peace. Father, I ask you to... to, to just look after the people in our nation and around the world. There are a lot of people suffering, Father. I would just ask you to give them comfort and as you did on the hill with with five loaves of bread and five fish, I would ask that that people in our country and around the world could could be fed. Father God, please bless those people that are that have evil intent that they may turn away from their from their evil ways that they may see your light that any pain that there is that that is being caused to them that they can that they can feel comfort in those areas to be able to see truth to be able to feel truth be able to hear truth father we ask all of these things in jesus name amen amen amen
5: amen Thank you. Thank
2: you, everyone, um, for being here. We will have the where you can find these four incredible uh, independent creators. We'll have all of that in the show description and we'll put it on our telegrams and and everywhere. Everybody needs to go subscribe, check out uh, these shows. And we're going to be doing more of this uh, spotlighting independent creators, because that's where you can find the truth these days. Thank you all so much for being here.
0: All right. God bless you guys. God bless. Wow. So I got a little choked up. I, you know, you know, I, uh, I worked in the Middle East and Africa. And so I saw kids die of the common cold. I saw young girls that had AIDS that were in these AIDS camps for young girls that, you know, and I would ask, I would ask the question. I was actually in this camp, um, just outside of, um, Kenya, Uh, excuse me, just outside of Nairobi in a, in a place called Karen, which is a, a subsect of, of, the Nairobi area, um, in Kenya. And I was in this camp and I asked this young girl who has HIV. I go, if you knew, and by the way, they, en- they enter prostitution. There's like all sorts of things that happen where they, you know, that they're, they're just trying to survive. And I asked her, I go, why, if you knew the risks, cause they, they know the risks. Mm-hmm. If you knew the risks, why did you take the chance? And she goes, well, AIDS may kill me eventually, but hunger will kill me immediately. It'll kill me now. And it it was just, it was that that I I think about when we think about what's happening in our country and the fact that all of these radical leftists that are being fed money and power, and they're writing bad things about people and they're lying about people and they're mocking truth and, and creating the big lie, which is them. They are the big lie. They are the devil. Does it, it, it. It spits in the face of those most vulnerable among us. It, it literally is them stepping on the bodies, stepping on people as they do all these wicked things. They are literally doing it while smiling mm-hmm. at the effect that it has on people that don't have a voice. They don't have a... They're nameless. They're faceless. We don't get to see them. But we but we get to see the, the, the evil try to convince people that what they're doing is for their great, for their, for their own good.
2: It's for your safety.
0: So I want to I encourage everyone to be an ambassador of truth. I want to encourage everyone to speak that truth. I want to encourage everyone to do and say what is right, regardless of the consequences, and to step in the gap. Step in the middle of this and do the things that are necessary to protect our nation. That's going to take a lot. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take hundreds of thousands of people in every state to stand up, realize the truth, speak that truth unapologetically, and then do the hard work. And we're going towards that. That is what we're building towards right now. And two ways that we're doing that are, one, at Conservative Daily, you can become a, a member of Conservative Daily. There's several different levels from advocate all the way up to founder. At $10 a month, you can support us. And, you, and by the way, you get access to... Uh, discounts regarding the ability to interact with Daily Facts Blast, talking to your congressman. We are going to be building out another level, which allows you to do it at a state level. Um, you also have the ability to extra access to extra content, um, interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. We're going to come up with a plan for what that looks like. We're also going to have an event. At uh, you know, certain levels, we're going to have an event, and we're going to invite our members out. We're going to have an event. We're we'll going to have a conservative daily event. And we're going to talk, and we're going to bring guests in, and we're going to have conversations about what this looks like. So go over to conservative-daily.com and become a member and the other part is the other thing you can do is you can become a part of or, or start a chapter for fec united or if you have an organization already um, you know you can join underneath fec united as an affiliate group you can run it we'll, we'll give you access to it we'll give you all the tools Um, Become a member though, fecunited.com. We do have a people's chamber of commerce that we started in all 50 states, gives the ability for patriots to literally sign up and say, this is my business so that members can only do business with you. And that goes from mortgage companies down to buying cars, to buying homes, to um, restaurants, to everyone, plumbers, electricians. We want to be able to protect the people in our community and do business with only people in our community. So that's it for this episode of conservative daily podcast. You want to say something before I close out on the where to find us?
2: Um, I ambassador for truth, be an ambassador for truth. Uh, It starts with having the courage to share, right? Share the post, share the, the podcast, share true information on social media. So many people use their social accounts for their businesses or for their work and they're, you know, concerned and afraid to let their conservative values um, or their real thoughts on things into those spaces. I get it, I, wa- I was that person for a long time, uh, certainly before the stolen election when I was working in, in corporate America. It was a concern for me, but we're, we're past it. We, the, the fear of being found out as someone who loves freedom and wants people to be able to be self-governed against globalism and being governed from far away, from people far away who have no idea what your local community needs. Um, These are not radical values. They're the values that this country was founded on, and they were the values that we all held uh, until recently. And so I would say pray about it. Um, Ask and I mean legitimately pray about it. Ask God to show you where you're supposed to be right now. What are you supposed to be doing? Because every single person that's here that's awake at this time is here for purpose. God has put you where you are in the community that you're in with the people that you're with so that you can do his will. You can do the, you can realize the purpose and objective that he's put you for. So that's first. Pray first always. And, and, uh, figure out where you're supposed to be and then be there right speak don't be afraid you're still free on paper right we still have we still have our First Amendment we still have our second Amendment
0: we still have okay. our nation I'd argue we that, we, it that
2: it the Fourth Amendment is a little is a little muddy at this point but uh, we this ends when we end it right it ends when we stand up and we say enough we say come no farther. And we take back our freedom and our self governance. It's not a cliche. It's not um, just words. It's truth. So be an ambassador for truth. And as Joe says, stand in the gap. And, uh, you know, it ends when we end it. I want to save I wanna take
0: a minute and thank Brandon and uh, Logan over at oh, right. Lindell TV for the work they did to put us on this morning at 11. Um, you know, that, nobody gives them enough credit for the work that they do. Oh, they're incredible. To get all of the people onto Lindell TV. Um, Brandon, by the way, is a warrior in his own right. I mean, he, he's on five, six times a day um, speaking truth. And so you get a chance to go to Lindell TV, please do, um, and give them your support. And also, while you're there, go to My Pillow and use code CD21. Matter of fact, don't even use a code at all and just bless them. Um, You have an opportunity. But if you want to use a code, use CD21 um, and save up to 66%. You can actually save up to 70% if you go to my store because there's some stuff over there that you can get for uh, quite a bit of a discount as well. My store is awesome.
2: If you haven't gone and looked at it yet, there's there's all these American-made products that you won't see. Anywhere else, and they're growing that, right? It is a it is a platform that Mike specifically developed so that entrepreneurs, American entrepreneurs, could sell their products without fear of being canceled or deplatformed. He's an absolute American hero. So please support uh, support my pillow, support my store, um, support the Lindell Legal Offense Fund. All yep. of it. Uh, we're we're so blessed. We so are. incredibly blessed.
0: We are absolutely blessed. Um, so that's it. But if you want to watch us, please subscribe to us at Rumble. If you go to Rumble, just give us a subscribe and you can just look for the channel, uh, Conservative Daily Podcast. Um, you can also see us at conservative daily.com, Rumble, DLive, Cloud Hub, and of course, Frank's Beach. We are on Frank's Beach uh, now, 11 a.m. Mountain Time. And Central. P- 11 a.m.
2: Central, 10 a.m. Mountain.
0: Ten. T- sorry, I-, I messed it up. Same
2: again. times as we're on the show on yeah, Rumble. Same
0: time. 10, 10 a.m. We're on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <sighs> 10 a.m. 11 right?
2: a.m. Central, yeah. 4 p.m. Mountain, 5 p.m. Central. Yeah.
0: Um, you can find us at Truth Social, at, at Joe Altman at Conservative Daily, and at Ash in America. Add an E to Ash, the so A-S-H-E in America. Um, on Truth Social, you can find us on um, uh, Telegram the same way, t.me slash Joe dot t.me slash Conservative Daily, t.me slash ash in america that's a-s-h-e in america on telegram we're also on brighteon so if you need to see some of our videos we do put them up there um if you want to listen to the audio version we have apple podcast google podcast spotify pandora iHeartRadio, radio uh, TuneIn, podbean and audible go over there and give us a five-star review and then share it with someone that needs to hear it But um, at, at the uh if you need a reminder when we go live you can text the word freedom to eight nine five one seven and you can sign up in the description below, below so that you can become um, a member and get all of our uh, email correspondence as well and become a an avid faxer. Um, that's it for this episode. You know, I think that God's at the wheel, right? We just have to have faith and act in that faith.
2: Most definitely.
0: Galatians 4.16 says, am I the enemy because I tell you the truth? I would tell you that I'm not, but we must stand together. God bless you all. See you tonight at 4.